Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. USA! USA! Shot clock turned off. Calvary. Call. Eight to shoot. Call. The runner! Loose ball! It's good! Williams Goss comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. Oh my goodness! Morrison, six! It's time for Zag's Hoop Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. All I was thinking about is, like, how do you know which things to use to wipe? Believe in the Zags. He's Rob Zachary. I'm Jack Ferris. Just a ho-hum opening weekend, Rob. Ho hum. I will say the worst part of the weekend, as Tom Petty once said, was the waiting. The waiting was the hardest part. Playing Saturday night. Dude. Maybe it's just me and I'm like super old fashioned watching these games, but there were a hell of a it maybe it's the analytic thing, but there were so many threes this weekend. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think you're already turning into the old man. I am, dude. Back in my I, day, when the, when the big man meant something. Oh, dude, I was like, I'm watching it, and like they're in, they're in transition. Teams are in transition, and they'll just pull up for a three. And I'm like, guys, you had a layup. What are mm-hmm. you doing? I don't know, but what an amazing tournament! It it feels so good to be have a tournament. It feels weird that we've had that long of a gap. Two years waiting, and I will say, I can't. The first day, man, Friday, when what was it? Virginia Tech and Florida went to overtime. Uh, Friday, the Friday morning games were so much fun, and I got I, I'm going through withdrawals today. It feels like we're recording this Tuesday afternoon. It feels like Monday because I was it watching does. hoops all day yesterday, and I don't have like a regular job, so if yesterday felt like Sunday for sure. It was just so fun to just watch basketball and like just the whole excitement of the tournament. And, you know, obviously one team is celebrating like crazy and the other team's just in their hands crying and yep, it just, but that's what makes the tournament, man. And it's just so fun to watch again. And how's your bracket look? Oh, terrible. I'm not, I've never been a big bracket guy. That's why there was a couple of guys who reached out asking, saying if we were doing a bracket. And my bad, I'm not a big bracket guy, and I know you're not a big bracket guy. No, here's the thing, though. I like the brackets for the fact that it keeps you engaged on every game. That is true. Or you could be like me and be on betonline.ag and just be completely invested in every game. But, yeah, no, you every game matters when you have a bracket. 
100%. And so you're watching a team that you both teams, you're like, I don't care anything about either of them. Yeah. Where are they from? Who are they? Mm-hmm. But then you're like, I'm invested. I need yeah. them to win this game. And then they can lose next game. I'm fine with that. But I need them to win this game. What was your game watching experience for the Zag games? Saturday night. Saturday night, I, I started drinking beer. Good for I you, man. drinking beer, some Coors Light. I'm not a Coors Light, but someone left it at my house. So I started cracking them open. And like, dude... I was just enjoying the whole atmosphere of college basketball, man. It was great. I was just embracing it all, man. Like it was just something to be excited about. And like, there was some normality around the world, you know, and it was just, it was just great to see like competition. And like I said, the only thing that pissed me off was the amount of threes. And I'm like, guys, Hey, you don't need to settle for a three right away, but hey, analytics proved me wrong, I guess. I, maybe I, what it is. At least you're aware that you're an old man yelling at the clouds. You know what I mean? You're oh, an old man oh, shaking I'm, your I'm, fist. I'm, I'm setting my ways, dude. There's some things I, I say now that I know I can't say out in public. <laughs> Good for you. You know, like I can't say that in public anymore, And but I, I definitely – grew up saying those things and now it's like no i'm an old man now dude good for you man it's important to be self-aware well are you still okay here's my thing are you listening to recent current music jack uh i my sister works in the music industry i would say 85 percent of the artists she mentions i have no idea what the hell she's talking about so that's so you're you're an old man now dude oh well, your- I, I would say i'm i'm a, a normal person you know what I mean? Are you aware of, of today's modern music? I I know. I could give you maybe five current rappers. Uh, how, how many of those five current rappers start with Lil? Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 100% right. So that right there, I, I'm setting my, my music now my genre of like 10 years of where I used to grow up listening to like 2005 to 2015. That's where my era of music. Is. I'm just that guy now, dude. I don't oh, need I, to. I, I bet you've got the chronic. Don't sell yourself short. That was 2001. Oh, definitely. That's <laughs> actually, ironically, that's the first album I memorized from start to finish, which yeah. is, I don't know if I'm proud of that, but anyways, uh, no, we're that old man. So now watching these games, I'm just like, what? come on, give it to the big man. And I, I knowing the big man can't score right down there. Then, <laughs> Well, boy, oh boy, uh, second game, we gave it to the big man. We're going to get into that for in a second. But first of all, Rob, Zags were minus 33. That was the spread against Norfolk State. We were given up 33 points, and it was one of the biggest locks of the first round. Go figure. If you laid the 33 points, you were a winner on betonline.ag. Zags are 2-0 and against the spread, buddy. Feels good. Oh, wow. It got a little hairy against Oklahoma, but uh, if you gave up the uh, 14 and a half or 15, you were in solid shape yesterday. Head to betonline.ag and use your, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, Zags are hot, baby. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Now, 
I got to tell you something. The final eight minutes of the Norfolk State game, to me, was... I felt like I was watching a pickup game at the warehouse. Dude, it... And I was like, I was concerned someone was going to get hurt because they were playing so loosey-goosey, willy-nilly. But, it, but I mean, it you, was fun. But you called it, Jack. Last episode, you called it. Anton, way to, way to step up, bud. Anton is is f- blossoming in front of our eyes. He had a Maybe quick- he's just one of those guys that needs the lights on him. Bright like, lights, big city, baby. Yeah, and like maybe he's... Uh, maybe this is what he just needed. It was like, uh, WCC, I... Eh, whatever you know but uh he comes in and plays like that for us in the tournament i i think we got a championship i think so and we would need him uh, knock on wood if we we're able to get by creighton and play uh you know the mobley brothers or that freakishly athletic uh, oregon lineup talk a lot to jim meehan about the development of anton watson so i'm, I'm thrilled for anton he had a monster block yesterday against Oklahoma, like a momentum stopping block. One, he he's a good passer. He sees the court well. One thing that uh, one knock on him yesterday was maybe he was being a little unselfish. Maybe well, he passed that's the been rock a little on, too. All, that's our that's been our knock on him all season. You know, um, I I want to give him a little bit of a break because he he blossomed so well, but. Um, yeah, sometimes he is a little too unselfish. For me, I think he's so skilled and so talented. I don't think he needs to give up some of the shots he does. But, you know, who am I to say? We're, we're beating teams by 30. Maybe yeah. he just – he knows the inside that I don't, right? He had two or three entry passes high-low down to Timmy that the defense just had no shot of stopping. Right. And what can you say about Timmy getting position on guys early? To the point where when he gets the ball, it's- I just I know where he's coming from because Coach Few is I can ugh 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 I just get the chills thinking about it like I just just score without the basketball, Timmy. That's all I'm picturing. Just and what score does that mean? Basketball and like I just picture Coach Few constantly saying, "Get there bef- and and get to the hoop." And create an angle so you don't even have to dribble. Just that's how you score without the basketball. And that that was my five years at Gonzaga in a nutshell, right there. I just getting like I'm getting PTSD, I think. <laughs> and that means you hear this a lot from from analysts. Do the do the work early, right? When the Yo. ball's coming up the floor, get your seal on, whatever. Well, and I'm I'm thinking, dude, like I'm watching these games. And if we win a national championship, do you think he's an NBA? I know he's an NBA player, but where right does he go? Yeah, um, it's interesting. And that's what we were talking a few episodes ago with Adam Stanko about. Uh, the next four games really matter. Like if he, tears it, if he, if he has 30, if he has 30 again, twice in the next four games, knock on wood, if we play four. He, he should be gone, right? That's how it goes. I'm I'm torn on the guy. Yeah. Because I – shit, two, 10 years ago, he's a top five pick. So tell me why he's not – why the game has changed now. Because you have to be like because a lights out shooter. On the, but yeah. Because he's scoring on the block, yep. you know? Uh, 
I, I don't know if analytics is like, I bring it back to the threes that we're watching all weekend. Everyone's shooting threes left and right, left and right, which that's the new game, but it's so efficient. What Timmy's doing, you yeah. know what I mean? It's so, he's so efficient with the basketball. Doesn't it feel like when he gets the ball down there on the block, you're like shocked when he doesn't score. You know what I mean? Uh, 100% when, or when makes he, an assist. Yeah, when he doesn't come up, when, when Timmy has the block, ball down under the hoop and we don't come away with points, it's like, what happened there? Right. You know, which is oh, crazy. It's yeah, crazy. He must need to stop for a bit. He needs a breather. Yeah, yeah, and because it's true. Like at halftime, you think Timmy's got like six, seven, eight points. He's got like 14 and he's seven of eight shooting. Right. And he's missed one shot. And he's and he's looking like he just was a janitor at your local high schools, you know, and like and getting you buckets. But yep. yeah, put the mop down. Yeah, it, it's just it's mind-boggling to see him be so efficient. And then I and that's where I'm torn is like there's no way this guy goes less than a top 15 pick. But he's just so efficient. Well, look, yeah, he had 30. 30, I have the game up. Let me see. What did he have? Timmy had 30 points, 13 rebounds, and 34 minutes yesterday. If he gets, like I said, two more 30-point games in route to a national championship, your stock's never going to be higher. Like, that's just, it's just a smart business move to go. Would you say? Yeah, yeah. Uh, sticking around if he showcases an outside jumper a little bit more, maybe in the you following can year. That in, you can develop that in the league at that okay. point in time, right. you know? But you know who's really, oh, hands down, my favorite player, and I've said this all season, hands down, Joel. Yeah. Scrapping. Joel has been playing phenomenal. I love everything that kid does, man. Like He can do no wrong in my eyes. And it, he makes a crazy assist here and there, a crazy turnover. Okay, I'll live with it because, hey, guess what? He's going to give us four more rebounds and, yep. like, three assists and, like, Two points, four points, right then and there in the next three minutes. What I love, we've said this before. What I love about him so much is that he is a superstar who does not need the basketball to make an impact. I, and that's where his stock is just, I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be great in the next level because he can go play off of a superstar, you know, and be efficient. Like he's the ideal prototypical Spurs player. Oh, yeah. You're 100%. You could see him. You could blink, and it's going to be what twenty thirty two, and Ayayi still coming off the bench for Popovich. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I thought he was playing, and he hit that big three against Oklahoma. I I just I I'm very I'm impressed with this team. Suggs, you're struggling, but you're a freshman. I get it. Played very well after like the first eight minutes against. Um, Norfolk State, the team did just played rock solid basketball outside of you know allowing Reeves to look like an All American. Oh, that kid dude. was filling it up yesterday. Reeves uh, is the coldest white boy I have yeah. ever seen. I'm sorry, that guy is cold. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and he was not he was not afraid of the Zags. There's a couple of times he got called for one block because yesterday was just nonstop charges right and he got yeah. called for a block and he 
I think was like MF in the ref, something like that. Like it was, oh, dude, it was fun I to see. he was, game. he was, a yeah, I was just ecstatic about his game. He was just this white boy that just, just didn't give a damn who he put. Oh man. I'm a huge Reeves fan on that one. But uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much wire to wire win yesterday. If you had, like I said, Zags giving up 14 and a half, it got a little sticky there, but they ended up coming through for you. Uh, Rob, I, I don't, this is going to sound elitist and conceited because it is, but I still don't think we've been tested. I agree. I mean, BYU, sure. A couple of da- couple of games ago, but even then that with wasn't like, with like two minutes to go, it, the game was in hand. The game was very much in hand. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I think the guys are mature enough to handle it. If, but here's my out. question for you, Jack, with that is have we just been to, are we just that good? Yeah. I, I Yeah. I don't think like you Oklahoma played great basketball yesterday. Great basketball. That's they were what just, I'm saying. Their bigs were overwhelmed by Timmy and we were just calm and cool and collected. And you know, there was never any panic from us. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I I'm excited to see SC. No, I, I would rather see SC than Oregon, to be honest with you. Here's the funny thing. We were with that episode with our boy Stanko. Yeah. We were just down, on like just the killing the Pac-12. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And now there's five teams in the Sweet 16. Yeah, four. Well, one is your your Oregon State Beavers. Oh, dude, I know. And I they look good, just, man. They look dude, good. I am just loving. I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm so torn right now. Yeah, both Oregon schools, both uh, LA schools representing for the Pac-12. We are going knock on wood if we're able to take care of Creighton, which we we should. We match up very well against the Jays. Oh, by the way, Creighton, you know, good basketball program, right? This is their first Sweet 16 since 1974. Yeah. Really? Their first Sweet 16 in, what is that, 47 years? I swear, I, with Doug McDermott, they weren't in there? Nope, round of 32. That Last time they won a game in the tournament was 2014. Probably one of Doug's last years, if not Doug's last year. If not, yeah. That's seven years ago. So it's pretty remarkable. Like they, this is their first second weekend in the modern era of, you know, the 6014 bracket. Do you, I was wondering, do you think that they're all in one location that that's why you're seeing so many upsets? It's because there's no like home court advantage. Everyone is at a level playing field. I, I think if anything, that would favor the better team, right? So I don't know what the reasoning behind the I don't know because even though I I, I want to agree with you. Oh, but you I, mean like in normal times, like Gonzaga would play in Seattle or something, and then correct. Norfolk would have to travel across the country. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, that's a solid theory. I don't know. You know, just based on like, hey, you're not like when we played when we were in eight nine, we played uh Syracuse in Buffalo. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. That's brutal. And when you, you were four, all, when you were four, you played in Portland in Western yeah, Kentucky. You had to go we, when Portland. we were in Ohio. When we played Ohio State, we played in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was yeah. Just like yeah, it's a good point. I don't. know. It's a good point. What do I, I know nothing. I know something. I know eBay. You know a lot. You do know eBay. You do know eBay. That's where you get your shoes. Rob, toss it to me. 
I'm going to dunk it. Uh, whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for as the original sneaker marketplace, Rob eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. So go to ebay.com slash sneakers today, Rob. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. We also have a new sponsor, Rob. I'm curious about this sponsor. New sponsor. Oh, you saw it? Yes. Did you want? Um, well, I get, I'll, I'll bring it up at the end, but this I have a script to read. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. I don't relax well. With my crazy life, it's just hard for me to shut off my brain and chill. I overthink. I easily get stressed out, and it effing sucks. Yes, they wrote E-F-F-I-N-G. So I did my homework and found Sunday Scaries, which are delicious and vitamin-boost CBD gummies. They've become a must-have in my daily routine. They chill me out, and it's just they chill me out in just about 20 minutes. Basically, they help me take the edge off. So I mean, we got CBD sponsor CBD. Basically, they help me take the edge off so I can maintain my composure and live scare free. There's no risk to buy. The company's offering a 100% lifetime money back guarantee. If the product's just not for you, that's okay. You get your money back. Sunday Scaries is the stress relieving business, not the stress causing business. I got you 24. 25% off to prove it. 25, Rob. Visit oh, Sundays, sundayscaries.com. Use promo code ZAGS. Z-A-G-S. Again, that's sundayscaries.com. Promo code ZAGS. That's promo code ZAGS for 25% off at sundayscaries.com. That's three times. Z- They're effing amazing, and you won't regret joining their squad. Sunday Scaries. Sunday Scaries. My mom... My mom needs some CBDs. Oh, uh, dude. Well, I'll, well, we got to send um, we got to send Cam your address. Then he should have your address. Cam, yep. if you're listening, Rob needs. Yep. Some. I'm just saying, I I don't take them, but my mom does. <laughs> I've never <laughs> been a big, I've never been a huge CBD guy. Me either. Me either. Um, I, right. I, I, I'm what I've them. heard is the real stuff is better. I'm gonna <laughs> from what you've heard. <laughs> I got my uh, my CB my Sunday scary shipment uh, should be arriving soon, hopefully before uh, the Creighton game. Rob, are you ready for this? The craziest stat I found this morning. Craziest stat. If you, you throw me some wild ones, so I get nervous. If you count up all the seeds remaining in the tournament, the sixteen teams and their seeds, guess the number it gets up to. Seats. Seeds, sorry, seeds, seeds. like seeding, like Gonzaga's oh. a one, Creighton's a five. If you add up all 16, 64, 94, it's the highest sweet 16 total in the modern era since the team expanded, or since the tournament expanded to a 64 team deal. 94. That's insane. That's what I'm saying, dude. I, <laughs> I swear it's the, the one location. I mean, you might be right. Because you got some of these teams that have never played in a, a crowd at all. Yeah. Like yeah. that, whatever, what was that? A bid Christian school? What was that? Abilene Christian, called? pal. Abilene Christian got smashed Abilene by Christian. A bid yeah. or Abilene, whatever. A bid. They, uh, 
they i know damn well they never had a crowd in there and they, so it was just like a normal game for them whereas yeah. like you have you have teams like um i don't know can not kentucky but who's in there that lost it was pretty high ranked well texas too abilene christian yeah but they both texas, came from texas, for example man. they've had a crowd this whole season damn oh man. actually yeah i guess texas yeah yeah um I mean, who knows? It's going to be interesting. There's going to be books written about this tournament, I'm sure, because it's just so, so wild and crazy. Come next week, we're trying to knock a lock down another person who, uh, who is living that, that isolated life in Indy. Coming up uh, here in a second, we're talking to Jim Meehan about all things Zags. Jim Meehan, oh, by the way, if you haven't heard of him, he's the best schedule guy in the tournament in the game like he knows when the you know after the yeah, zags went doing like, this since the beginning of time <laughs> like he's probably co- sorry jim i know you're listening to this but he's been covering john wooden probably since yeah. then yep yep all from his living room in idaho this year so uh he offers some good stuff where are you watching the game this weekend it's a oh, sunday morning pal i know dude you know what what kind of cocktail are you doing for that? Good question. Um, well, I'm hanging out with some buddies the night before, so something depends. It depends on how banged up I get. It depends on if I'm already hungover at eleven, or if I'm still drunk from the night before. You know what I mean? Oh, do I do know? Yeah, I do it, know. Well, I'll probably be hungover by eleven, so probably something mild. Maybe you like know a what mimosa. I would say to a mimosa. That? I would say to that, Jack. What's that? You take a CBD gummy first. Boom. Sunday Scaries. And call. then you can start drinking again. Sunday Scaries, promo code Zags. Do you have any plans, Rob? You doing a brunch somewhere? I would probably have to go do a brunch, go get some beers. Um, you know, I'm I'm just, dude, I'm so I'm I'm jacked, man. I know. I know. I'm really Games excited are gonna get about good. this season. Games are gonna get real good. Let me tell you something. And I talk about this with Jim a little bit. Four years ago, we got a little bit lucky with Xavier knocking off Arizona. So we had to play, we got to play Xavier in the Elite Eight. Ain't going to be no pushover in the Elite Eight this year. We are getting a red hot Oregon or a scalding hot USC team. And we're just, we're going to have to, we're going to have to beat a squad, Rob. Well, I'm going to say this on air and to our listeners. Um, Swaggy P has been talking crazy about us on Twitter and we need to get him on air. Yeah. So we if you're listening to this, which we have a huge fan base tweet swaggy P about coming on the Zag show. And, and because I'll text him and he'll give me his BS, but, yeah. but I need the listeners to, to really reach out because that's the only way you get to that guy. Yep. And you know who and you are so out there. He's been Twitter. talking crazy about us as of late, and I've had to check him once or twice. So if you're listening to him, get at Swaggy P and tell him USC is not – they don't have they don't stand a chance. Bingo, bango, get at him. Uh, we're going to do another episode later in the week, Thursday or Friday. I'm down, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have a couple of guys on. going to have some fun uh, previewing the Creighton and uh, Pac-12 Elite Eight matchup. Knock on wood, I'm not – saying we're getting by Creighton easily, but come on. We're going to be Creighton. Uh, anything else to add before we uh, toss to Jim Meehan here, buddy? Oh, man. Life is blessed. It's beautiful. 65 degrees outside. You know, I'm, I'm too blessed to be stressed. 
Amen. Here's James Meehan. From the corner! All right, Zag Insider from Spokesman Review, Jim James Meehan. Jim, before we get started, I, I just I want to compliment you. Go ahead. You are the best time and announcer scheduler guy in the game when it comes to the tournament. I am. When the Zags win and then we figure out who they're going to play and we're all scrambling to find out when we're playing them and at one venue, et cetera, especially in Indianapolis, you are so on top of it. <laughs> you just sit. So last night, Creighton wins, okay? And then, what, we're sitting around waiting for the last game of the evening to wrap up, USC Kansas. It wraps up. And then are you just like, I don't want to give away any of your secrets, but are you just sitting there refreshing your phone, waiting for the announcement? Because you uh, have it within 30 seconds on your Twitter. You know, I don't. I, and, and I kind of freely admit I'm, I'm not the Twitter savvy, uh, <laughs> Twitter savvy reporter that uh, most, uh, most of the people are out there in my business. But um, I got my work done and was watching USC dismantle Kansas. That was incredible what they were doing. Um, and then I just, you know, I get the little beep on the phone that an email's come in and look at it, go right to the Zags, CBS, who's the announced, do the math, got to minus those three hours. That kills me. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's four seconds. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, and then just throw it on online on the on Twitter. And But I know there must be something to that because Barrett texted me, was after their first win, uh, and the Times came out and I tweeted it out and he sent me a quick message about it being breaking news. We haven't seen that yet or something. So dude, Jim, I follow all the, all the Zag media people. You are consistently like six minutes ahead of everybody else. So I think you're being modest when you say you don't do much. You just wait. for no, the I, I think I'm being lucky because I must be on the early part of the email chain somehow that probably goes back to the Zags being in the tournament every year. Maybe I kind of move up in the, there you go. So eleven ten on Sunday makes you think that the schedulers that be think that it's uh, it's not going to be the most exciting game in the world. We're going to get to that in a second. But first, Jim, you've been doing this a long time. As far as first weekends of the tourney go, where does this rank in terms of Zags being able to hold serve? Well, I you know I think they did what I expected them to do, but given the chaos around the rest of the regions the top seed loses illinois the two ohio state uh, threes were dropping fours were dropping all the teams gonzaga beat in the west that didn't make it through the weekend the kansas virginia mm -hmm. iowa uh, so i think you know given all that uh, what they managed to do the way they played how they looked offensively defense doing some things that that they're going to pay off in the long run if that keeps happening on the defensive side of the ball. I, I, I just think they they just kind of have this – the 2017 team had it where there's not a ton of up and down in their play. There's no stinkers. There's no, uh, we overlooked those guys and now we're in a dogfight. They just kind of go out and uh, execute and, and just beat your brains out most of the time. Jim, I'm glad you you brought up that 2017 team because I do recall the Northwestern game. Remember, it got a little bit tight, and then there was that no call of Zach Collins putting his hand through the rim to block a shot. Oh, yeah. And then that kind of broke their back. Oklahoma 
had it within eight a couple of times, I want to say, with with like six minutes to go. Reeves yeah. was was unbelievable yesterday. But but to your point, I don't think I, I can't remember the last time from beginning to end in a second round game, there was just there was really little doubt. Yeah, I, I, you're right though. Oklahoma was about one shot or one zag turnover and run out from that game getting very interesting. Uh, I mean, Reeves is he's a he's a handful, man. He comes off the screen and he's hitting floaters, step backs, getting to the rim and drawing fouls. Um, you know, I, I just think the way they went to Drew Timmy, I mean, I swear he, he must've, he wasn't the go-to guy. He was the only guy there for about 15 minutes. It was just, okay, Oklahoma scored, throw it to Drew and he'll score. And then same thing at the other end. And he kept kind of blunting that momentum, which, you know, if, if one or two of those trips down the floor don't work out, you're looking at a five, six point game and the crowd starts to go underdog and Mm -hmm. that belief starts happening. And they never really let that come about just because Drew was, Drew was unstoppable in there most of the day. This is the first time in how many years you're watching Zag tournament games at home because you're in Spokane right now, for those of you who don't know. Yeah, actually I live over in in Idaho, right? Okay. Um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, haven't I've I've covered them since the 08 tourney full time. So 13 years, Jim. Then before that, I went to a lot of the tournaments. I mean, I was kind of the third wheel in the coverage. I went to 99, started with 99 and didn't do every year, but I saw them in Sacramento and I wasn't there for Morrison, UCLA. I, I bet it's like 04. I don't know. That's crazy. That's a great question. Now I got to do some research. That's crazy. Do you find it? What are the pros and cons of working from home? Uh, well, I'm just used to it. I've covered, yeah. I, you know, I have home office for ever since I started doing Gonzaga basketball. Uh, and that's just kind of my deal. If, if I got uh, power and internet and a phone, I'm, I can do my job anywhere. Uh, but this season, as it relates to basketball, it's just, it's, it's it's terrible. I mean, you you, you don't uh, you don't feel like you get to know the players very mm-hmm. well. I mean, I I haven't been within I don't know sixty yards of a player all season. Yeah, I mean, and I did some... go down near courtside and snap a picture at one of the home games because you do go to the home games. But uh, heck, I was I think it was Gary Bell out there, and yeah. I, I may be, it was 30 yards from Gary. So it, it's just uh, so different than what you're used to. And one of the things Gonzaga does, has always done, and you know this, open locker room after games, which is just a goldmine for mm-hmm. a reporter. I mean, you can you can get what you need for the game. You can get what you need for your notebook, your sidebar, and you can get what you need planning the rest of the, you know, the week, features, who they're playing, all that stuff. And now it is – Literally two Zoom calls after games, Mark Few, um, and there's so many participants that you get one question. Sometimes, sometimes none. They can't. They don't get around to you. Or in my case, I'm inept at working Zoom and mutes and <laughs> raise hands. Uh, getting better, but uh, you know, sometimes you don't get any. Then you get a player. Uh, same deal. I don't know. Sometimes it's six, seven minutes and. And that's what you have to work with. So I miss not 
I miss the, the locker room, being able to at least get to know guys a little better and ask your own questions where it's not 80 people listening in on every question. And, and that's kind of where you, you find out so much more about the guys and, and develop some of your story angles. Yeah, something is definitely lost in, in Zoom press conferences for sure. And I will say one thing about Jim is he just mentioned he's been doing this full time for 13 years. And Jim, in that 13 years, you know, when Few comes out post game and does his, you know, little state of the game address and then opens it up for questions, you've seen that revolving door of reporters from the three stations turn over several times, right? Uh -huh. So the, the one constant is you. And. <laughs> That's that's not lost on Coach Few because Coach Few always would give you uh, a couple extra minutes because you know you've earned that having been there for a decade plus. So I'm sure that's lost as well. Yeah, and that's just kind of this, what we just got through talking about. With he does the TV uh, and whoever is visiting media, and usually there's a national guy or two. But then through the years, he's always just kind of turned to me uh, as he's you know heading to the locker room, me and usually Blanchett, he's, mm -hmm. he's kind of, we're, we're sidekicks most of the time at these games. And, and he gives us, you know, it's kind of like, he looks at us, you guys got anything, you need anything. And, and so that's where I try to get stuff. That's not <laughs> among the, the, uh, all the other questions that were just asked and stuff I can use and same with John. So that's, that's on him. I mean, that's just generosity on his Oh, to do it. trust me, Jim. It, it wasn't. Well, it, no, and I think it started. To, and this is truthful. That started with Steve Bergham, I'm sure, uh, the beat writer before me. So, uh, but again, one of those things that without it, it makes the job hard, and and that helps. That certainly helps. Well, that special attention wasn't lost on the TV people, but we all were like, you know what, Blanchett and Jim deserve it. They've been here for a decade plus, so. It, didn't, it, it never bothered anybody. All right, Jim, let's get serious. Let's get critical. If there was one thing you didn't like about these two games, what would it be? A, didn't a, like a uh, weakness. Hmm. Well, they, they uh, I mean, Norfolk, other than the slow start, but I mean, I'm sitting there watching it going, what else did you expect? They haven't played in two yeah, weeks. Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, after that, it was clinical both ends of the floor I mean they shut down the two leading scores they scored it kind of how they scored up tempo and all that Oklahoma I would just say uh, and as the talent level of the teams they're going to face is going up and you saw that with USC and Oregon uh, I don't care what the number of by their seating is yeah those two teams are playing and believing right now uh, and they've got high skill level uh, you know, as you start facing the the top, the tougher seeds, the better individual players, you know, some of those missed shots Oklahoma had from point blank range, they're probably going to go in. Uh, some of those drives that Austin Reeves made, you know, as great as he was, uh, Chris Duarte is yeah. <laughs> going to finish with a dunk or try to draw a foul or all those things. So, you know, they, they can still tighten things up defensively. There was a uh, you know, Jalen had a just kind of an off night for him in that opener. And uh, we talked to him in between games and, you know, the guy's done everything you can do uh, to this age of his career, USA Today, uh, USA Basketball and state championships every time you turn around, the biggest AAU tournaments, all that stuff. But even said he said it was a little different. So 
you know, I think he got that first game jitters out of the way and he looked pretty much like himself yesterday. Um, you know, I think a lot of it still goes back to, they got to keep their bigs. It, you know, they got to keep Drew out there. He's their, you know, guy who can score it in the paint and he's a pretty good passer. Now he keeps getting these three, four assist games. People don't realize that he's, he's helping out at, when he gets doubled and uh, he, he would just be the biggest nightmare to guard of all time. Just those up and unders and pump fakes. I can't imagine. Yeah. The, the footwork is unbelievable. 17 yeah. pivots. And then he's at, he's at the rim. So he had a beauty. To, well, he did that, you know, nine swivel, you know, spin <laughs> move up and under, but the one was on the right side of the lane where he, he kind of hung and, Brought the ball back, waved back on his right hand and flipped in a bank shot. I think he did it just to draw the foul on the wasn't even the main guy, it was the help guy. Uh-huh. So he just uh, he just has a way around that rim that's unbelievable. So they got to keep him on the floor. They got to keep certain guys out of foul trouble. And a lot of it, a lot of it still goes back to Corey Kispert. He's gonna make all these all-American teams. And one of the reasons is is he's so deadly with that three that you know, that kind of works in tandem when you got Drew going, when you got Corey going, uh, if one of them's going, usually the other's going because that's, uh, uh, there's a connection there uh, and what the other guys do and what they do. But that three ball is important. They hit threes. That hasn't been something other than Corey that they've done consistently. Uh, I mean, they've got some stuff uh, and they're going to see some elite level athleticism here eventually. And that's what you wonder about. One thing, uh, be quick. I'm sorry. But, no. Um, you know, back when they were going through the end of the regular season and uh, there, there was talk about trying to fit a game in, you remember Mark Few talked to Kentucky. Yeah. And that was a big was, open secret. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, hey, maybe we can squeeze this game in. I, you know, Few didn't care about unbeaten season or all that stuff. He's, he cares about what's going on now and having to look at everybody, every possibility that you're going to face. Well, that's what that is. That's Kentucky with five-star guys with, you know, great athleticism and bounce and, and can really play individually and challenge you in ways. Now, not to say they haven't played some, some more athletic teams, but I think Kentucky certainly would have been the most athletic team they, they played. And, and I'm, I'm guessing Mark said, well, what, what other style can we take a look at uh, that we've got to some degree, but not to Kentucky's degree? And I think that's why that phone call came about. What can you say about the performances, the two performances of Anton Watson this past weekend? Because I've seen a guy that's grown up in the last six weeks or so, a guy who is coming into his own and realizing he can play with this team and on this level consistently. Yeah, he was outstanding. The first first game against Norfolk State, he was able to score it. He, he just has a, a – he has a really high IQ. And – you know, whether it's just subtle movement off the ball, how to post a guy, where to be, spacing, passing, you know, just stuff you just kind of know or you don't know. You know, maybe you can pick up as, as you played 10, 15 years, but this kid just has that innate ability. Um, you know, he finishes around the rim very well. He's a good rebounder. He's, an, he's a way above average defender, and that's important on this team. You know, they're, when he can go guard the point guard on a switch and he can go guard the 6'10", 260 post, uh, you know, and give Drew a break, 
And he is, uh, I think Mark Few has mentioned this, he gets his hand on more passes and deflections and timing of steals. And that one, two, two, he is a nightmare out there. Yeah. Just long and reads everything. And uh, he did it yesterday. He had, I think they gave him two steals. It felt like he had four or five and big ones at big times. Bingo. Uh, yeah. Huge block too. A, a huge yeah. momentum stopping block. No, he, his emergence here could really become a, a key factor in how, how this team does the rest of the way. Cause you add him in giving you some scoring and, and the defense he always plays when these, you know, these big time teams are coming up, he could really be a difference maker on how these games turn out. You mentioned his high basketball IQ. I, and again, I'm going to preface this by saying I love Anton coming into his own, but one thing that scares me is some of his interior passes. When they, when they work out, they look really pretty <laughs> when they don't, it's like, you know, hand to forehead kind of situation watching <laughs> Anton, but yeah. uh, he's just trying to do too much sometimes probably. And sometimes yeah, he's a little Jaylen, too unselfish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Jalen does that at times, uh, you know, try to thread the needle. Josh Perkins did it for five years. Oh God. It, did he ever, it, did and he the ever payoff was usually pretty good, but when it's not, you're, you, you got the, you know, palm to the forehead going, what are you thinking, man? But, uh, I, I, you know, most of the time you trust guys like that because their instincts are so good. And Anton high low is he's a pretty good passer now. Oh, a couple of times his entry passes into Timmy from up top were just perfect. Like the yeah. defense had no shot of defending it. Yeah. Now one thing with Anton too is, is, is and you know, you, you're around it enough. He, he's a laid back, nice kid, you know, you know, easy to get along with and, you know, probably even soft spoken, spoken, and uh, a few in those guys. I think I asked him after that, <clears throat> after that first game. You know, how many times have you been in his ear about you know turning it up here and being assertive? And it's been since the day he stepped on campus. Yeah. And I mean, they are in him because they can see it. I mean, you that kid is a talent. He's six eight, athletic, and just smart on the floor. So everything they can get out of him. And they're in his ear all the time about being more aggressive. Uh, everything that that comes back the other way is is going to help them tremendously. I'm with you there. Zags are two touchdown favorites against Creighton Jim, as you tweeted out, 13.5. I noticed you're getting into the gambling game. I love that. <laughs> I know we can't afford to take them lightly, and, and we're not. We're going to have to play really good basketball to beat Creighton. But looking ahead to a potential elite eight matchup, you mentioned it. USC and Oregon look like the two best teams of the tournament. Yeah. Who would you rather face? Neither. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I will say I'd rather face USC because I mean, the two Mobley's are incredible talents, but I like our matchup against them versus the entire starting five of Oregon. Yeah. Uh, but, but your thoughts on, on the, the, the challenges either team faces or brings. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny how, you know, again, throw seeds out. At this point, it's what you see on that floor. And Oregon State's the same way. I mean, Oregon State is playing so high level, it's mind-boggling when you watched them play in December. Crazy. And, Crazy. And then it's now, you know, it's like Oregon and USC were kind of right there for the title the whole year with UCLA. But 
uh, you just watch them play now and there's just no looseness to their games. They're not throwing it away. They're not burping up shots. They're, I mean, they're just playing uh, such good basketball. And that's the one thing you hear about Gonzaga all year is, yeah, they're just so pretty to watch. And they are. And, and now those, those teams are in that neighborhood. I mean, they're sharing it. They got guys who – Oregon, Oregon is so long, uh, active. They got two or three different guys who can go take it to the rim. Will uh, Is it Will Richardson, the point guard? Is, they got, maybe I'm butchering that. That left-handed point guard for Oregon, the, the Zags actually recruited a kid from Georgia. Uh, he's turned into a just a dynamite point guard. Duarte, Figueroa, yeah. those bigs, I mean, big athletic guys that can really, uh, you know, they can guard, they recover. It's like watching Baylor on defense. They, you look at them and they're out of place, and then, no, oh, no, he's there. He's, he's fast enough, long enough to disrupt that shot. So uh, of those two, I, the Mobleys would worry me if I'm Gonzaga, totally. Gonzaga just because Evan is – I mean, he just has spring-loaded legs. He bounces so quick on putbacks and follows. And he, I mean, there's no way to – you're not going to be swatting those shots. And how much damage he could do defensively, that could be a real changer. And his brother, his brother was outstanding last night. So that that – probably would worry me a little more than Oregon. Oh, okay. Because, Excellent. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, only because of those two post presence. Yeah. Uh, but either one of them is going to be, it's going to be a real handful because uh, as you keep doing what they've done and, and USC's done it for a couple of games now, that belief keeps getting stronger and the confidence keeps growing and you got that underdog thing going and, uh, that that's a that's a pretty formidable combination to be facing. Yeah, I will say, Jim, you you nailed it with uh, with your discarding the number in front of the team. Four years ago, you know, we beat West Virginia in the Sweet Sixteen, a, an all time classic game. Jordan Matthews shot, and then we all kind of were decompressing, and we have our eye on Arizona Xavier, and Xavier comes back to upset Arizona, and so mm. we all think, oh, we free pass to the final four. Now, obviously we had to play good basketball to beat Xavier, but that's not happening this year. Oregon or USC will be a test to get into the final four. Oh, no question. And you better believe Creighton has, has the ability to do some things here. I, I went to that game a couple of years ago. It was in Omaha and did a bunch of radio interviews before that game for with teams or uh, radio stations in that area. I kept saying something about, oh, man, these two can really score and it's going to be 100 to 95 or something. And it, it dang near turned out that way. I mean, that game was like a video game up uh -huh. and down and three balls everywhere. And that's uh, see, this is Corey Kispert's personal redemption tour. Uh, I did a story on him on senior night and asked him what what the happiest he made few was and what the maddest he made. Mark Few was, and the maddest was Creighton. He got caught on a ball screen, and Mitch Ballack, who's still there, great shooter, three-baller, came around and hit hit the three-ball, and, uh, you know, Few just chewed Kispert's ear off, and I think that was maybe the start of him calling him the dumbest smart guy in America <laughs> during practice here and there, you know, just to remind him 
so that that those guys could actually match up, but I don't know. Uh, Creighton's got a really good kind of a point scoring guard in Zegarowski. I think yeah, yeah. So that that team is a very good scoring team. Now I don't know if they can score with Gonzaga, but uh, you know that is going to be an interesting matchup. That score could get into the 80s or 90s pretty quick with both teams. I hope it does. He's Jim Meehan. Sunday morning game, Jim. What do you? What's on the brunch menu at the Meehan house for that game? <laughs> Shoot, I'm just lucky if I get a meal in. Before okay. I, All right. I just start watching basketball and forget about everything else. So uh, I don't know. I I uh, I, I hope. Uh, well, if I'm smart, it'll be the usual dreary oatmeal, blueberries, scoop yeah. peanut butter because. As I mentioned, I'm an old guy, Jack. I got to do things. He's, he's an old guy. He's an <laughs> old guy who uh, is good at Twitter. He's the best <laughs> schedule time guy in the game. So should Zags be lucky enough to get a win on Sunday, uh, follow Jim Meehan. He's going to tell you exactly when they would play on Tuesday. Jim, thank you so much for your time, buddy. We appreciate it. Anytime. Thanks, Jack. All right, Jim. Thanks, buddy. Yes, sir. Be good. Yeah, yeah. From the corner! Thank you to Jim. Again, we'll be back uh, back end of this week, leading into the weekend with another episode. A couple of guests. Who knows? I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to overpromise and underdeliver. But we're gonna have somebody on. Rob, what do you got for us? Happiness is not something ready made. It comes from your own actions. From the corner, and it's over. Gonzaga, the slipper still fits. Thank you for listening. To believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube